Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Hold on a second, I was going to burp. Was it not just the last episode where 45 seconds in you're just belching and farting up a storm? I don't need to do that every episode. Oh, every Gotcha. I was going to say, I know, why I'm, I know why I'm mentioning it, because then we're just going to go down that road again. And like everyone's like, God, it's all these people talk about belching and farting. What if blue... I wanted that, I'd just go listen to old Rich and Mullet episodes. Yeah, what blue humor... That's not like blue humor. Flatulence. Is, it is blue humor. No, blue humor is like vulgar. There's something vulgar about a belcher fart. Yeah, there it's is. It's rude. It's not vulgar. <laughs> it's gross. Vul- you haven't been around Rich's burps and Vul- farts lately. True. Vulgarity is like... <laughs> nope, don't say that out loud. So, it is August 14th. <laughs> it's August... <laughs> Get ready for some of that. <laughs> Oh, boy. Thank you. Uh, if you're new here, I die on a weekly basis. Uh, I've, I'm Kenny from South Park. I can't wait till we recap your week. Good Lord. Uh, we talk about movies. We talk about our lives. We have fun. Most of the time. Most of the time. Uh, yeah, I told you this was going to happen last night. I'm talking like Snagglepuss. <coughs> hey, uh, slow down. Sorry. Take, we're not on a time limit. Take a deep breath. Oh, God. Chill the fuck out. What happened to me? <laughs> What's happened to you? Let's see. Okay. You pulled your back out. Again. Again. So, it's a flare-up. So, I have a pinched sciatic nerve, and it completely destroys my right hip, my glute, my lower back. I look like a giant capital S, which I think I've mentioned on the show before. I have a good chiropractor who takes care of me. I finally got the clearance to not go to him every week after I've been to him 30 times this year. And our insurance covers 26 of those times. And I'm not going to go. I'm on my own because you went uh, with Jillian to go visit family in Miami. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I don't have to go on my day off. And what do you know? The day before, I stand up. I just stand up. I made up myself. You know what it was? I made that steak for myself. Yeah. And I didn't make one for you. Yeah, you fucking asshole. I made a cast iron skillet ribeye for myself. Mm. Beautiful, little undercooked. <laughs> I didn't share that. Like halfway through, I was like, oh, this is just fucking rare. I mean, I already put the skillet in. It was too thick. It was a thick ribeye. Um, but beautiful. Yeah, serves you right. Beautiful crust. Um, I literally just stand up to put my sink in. I'm like, ow. God smote you. That... Is that right? Smote? Smite? Smited? Smoke. Smitten. Smitten. Smitten? No. God's not smitten with you. My God. That's, I'm just kidding. That's like, that's like an NSYNC diss track. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, ow. So then I yeah, sat and recorded. karma. I sat and recorded last week's episode, uh, last couple episodes of Podswoggle. I sat and recorded them. And then I stood up after that because I was sitting for like three hours. And I was like, fuck, my back really hurts. Why? Went to sleep, woke up the next day, and I was like, oh my god, it's happened again. So I went to the chiropractor, I'm like, hey, you were going to see me this week, but guess what the fuck happened? So yeah, so I've been dealing with that. I went to an orthopedic doctor. I'm on, I am currently taking five different medications. My father, God plus, bless him. Plus, your normal multivitamin and vitamin <coughs> and your meprazole. Taking eight different pills. Lord, I'm like fucking Burgess Meredith, and he's been dead for 20 years. I'm taking a steroid, not the cool kind, the kind that will hopefully make me feel better, a muscle relaxer. Oh, this is something really vulgar. Okay, we're tied one apiece and not sharing our vulgarity. Um, I am taking, also at the same time, 
I've had this lingering cough that you can hear. I keep sweating through the night. So he went to the and sweating in the clinic. morning. So went to the minute clinic. I have an acute respiratory infection. So basically, walking pneumonia. Walking pneumonia. So I see your strep throat and flu and raise you a pinched sciatic nerve and walking pneumonia. I'm taking a steroid, a muscle relaxer. I'm taking a Z pack. I'm taking uh, throat. What throat pearls? Which I think it's something you put up your asshole <laughs> if your asshole has a tongue. Um, Mucinex. They prescribed me Mucinex. I'm taking a multivitamin. I'm taking my omeprazole. Vitamin C. I'm taking vitamin C. Help me. And you need to go get your flu shot. And I'm going to say, you need to look shut up your elbows. I was going to fucking stab you in the I goddamn have some neck. lotion right here. Actually. No, I don't want it. Here, wait. It's stress relief lotion. <coughs> here, we need to put some of this on our elbows here. Don't smell squirt, it. Don't squirt it in my face. It's weird. No, smell it. I'm not going to smell your elbow lotion. It's stress relief. It does smell very nice. It does. Let's, give me your elbow. This is, <laughs> do not get I this nat lotion sound on air. That's just weird. Give me your elbow. I can't believe I'm doing this. Lotion my elbow on air. This is what I do for you people that are listening. I, no, I, not that rough. Have you, been, have you been putting some stuff? Fuck you. Give me my elbow back. No, your other elbow. Give me your other elbow. This yeah. whole time, my elbows have not oh, no, been that rough. No, it's not that rough. Hey, have you been putting stuff on there? I've been doing nothing different to my elbows. For 32 years on this planet. I don't think I've ever washed rub my... Rub in, rub I don't in. think I've ever washed my elbows before. Rub it in, you're... No, now I feel weird. Now my elbows are all wet. Yeah, rub it in. Now my hands are going to be weird. Now it's going to smell nice. Oh, this is horrible. It's going to blanket us in some stress relief. Some good... Do you have anything exciting to talk about? Anything you did? You're in Miami, hanging with the family. Grandmother driving you crazy. Well, my grandmother, yeah, my... my Yes, but yeah, yes. she can listen to this. I know. I'm pretty sure you under you explain the concept of a podcast to your grandmother, and she just explodes. She wants to watch it. Um, <laughs> I got to see friend of the show, uh, Carly mm -hmm. and Tom, and they got to spend some time with Jillian. I was very happy for that. Um, <coughs> I did pick up a, a a new movie for the show, which uh, went in the box. box. Gift for my mother. It's great. <laughs> I am um, no new movies for us. Oh no, you do have a movie to report on. Oh yeah, I do have a movie. So to report we'll get there on. in a second. Uh, oh, yeah. What I was gonna say was, uh, I. Why do you have to keep bringing it up? I watched uh, Avengers Endgame uh, yesterday. I bought it uh, when I was home, not sick, but I had the day off Moping after. Uh, yeah, after my ailment. After my my orthopedic appointment, I was the youngest person in the room by thirty years. Um, I watched Avengers Endgame yesterday. Did you sit fantastic. in between two other older What movie did you watch in theater, Samantha? Uh, I took Jillian and my mom and dad took Jillian and I to see uh, uh, Secret Life of Pets 2. What was the seating situation there? Jillian sat on my lap and I sat next to my mother and she mm -hmm. sat next to my father. Mm -hmm. So you should have. Had you sat in between them and sent me a photo of that, I probably would have shit my pants. Good <laughs> been, to know. Been really good. Yeah, good to know. Good to know for next time. So, Secret Life of Pets 2. Yeah, it was good. It was not as good as the first one. Well, the first one wasn't good in, in the first place. So. Yes, it was. It was mm. better than the second one. Um, it's all relative. Mm -hmm. It was fine. So what happens when you get rid of Louie, man? It's fine. You can just feel the dog's vulgarity when it's Louie. Because Louie was the voice of the I main dog in the first movie. And I think we're overusing. He was fired for jerking off in front of women. I think we're overusing. That's vulgar. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not overusing anything. I finally got there. <laughs> Nothing is... Yeah, so that's it. Uh, <coughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, well, we beat around the bush enough. Let's get into today's episode. Oh, yeah. Samantha's I'm nomination. So Small Soldiers is the film. I think I've talked about this movie a lot on this show. It is your turn to read the box. It is. Take it away. This is the signature collection. Nope. <laughs> nope, that counts. Uh, that counts as it, it no, does. It you just fucked it up. That counts. You can't even read. It's the signature selection, not collection. That's the box. It counts. <laughs> oh, okay. That counts. All right. How does that not count? Because you don't read widescreen. You don't read any of you, that shit. You chose to read it. You I read it. I didn't read it. I was making a statement. It doesn't count. I was making a statement. I'm just saying. That's bullshit. Fine, then you have to read every inch of every box. Fine. 
Go on. That's bullshit. Go on. Smart, funny, and action-packed, says ABC Radio Networks. I hate when they put, like, white on white. <laughs> Political that, I mean, I'm sorry, did that count? No. I was commentating on the box. Oh, uh, that's fine. That's oh. fine. Charming and funny, says Los Angeles Times. Big action, big fun, big movie, with a capital M. It's the, it was the catchphrase of the movie, like the, the tagline on the poster. Big movie, I swear to God. Small Soldiers is one huge adventure. Meet the Commando Elite, toy action figures with an attitude. They've escaped from their boxes along with the Gorgonites, kind-hearted but unusual-looking creatures. Now teenager Alan Abernathy gets enlisted to help the Gorgonites and rescue the girl of his dreams before the whole town is turned upside down. Small Soldiers is a spectacular adventure for the whole family. I think it sucks that I get all the ones that have double S's because I end up getting a list. Small soldiers. Because of the way that my mouth is shaped, I can't help it. I mean, the way your mouth is shaped, it's so large that you should well, be no, able to just I fly have, right out I of there. Le- I legitimately have an overcrowding problem, and I have, like, extra bones in my mouth. <laughs> it's true. That's so weird. It, they're called tori. I have extra bones in my mouth. It makes it hard for me to do x-rays. <coughs> it's like a legitimate medical thing. People said it was a sign of the devil because when you cut them out, they grow back. <laughs> Great, no, you're scaring me. Uh, so, so you're gonna Too pitch. Late. So you're gonna pitch a fit and not count. That doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. Okay. It doesn't count. Fine. So I'm still up one to nothing. Yeah. Whatever. I don't agree, but if I lose by one point. Remember this. You're going to lose by a lot more Put a than bi- one bi- point. big-ass asterisk right there. You're going to lose by a lot more than one point. So why does it... I don't even remember how or why this movie became such a big thing with us. Particularly after watching it from beginning to end. What? So so before before we get into that, let's discuss that. How did it become a thing? Because I, I love this movie. But like, what was it? Just on one day, sure. And you I were just so. being your usual annoying we were stuff. It with Rit. Yeah, I mean, I know he like remembers it because I remember him being with me when I found the toy for you. Um, and he's like, "Yo, you better get that, or she's gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> um, but like, you were just being annoying and was like, "Archer, being, I'm Sarah the Gorgonite," and you're like, "I want a Gorgonite." Well, no, because I am a Gorgonite. Yeah, you're a, a small, weird, unusual creature that just hides. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Accurate. You are ocula. Except no. if, the, if the eye was a mouth. If the eye was a mouth. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Why did you cross your eyes? Stupid. <laughs> Don't yeah. do this to me. Why did you cross your eyes when you did that? That was so funny. I was impersonating you. But, so yeah, so basically at some point in the early stages of our relationship, we watched this movie, you were annoying, and we were like... I want a Gorgonite, like a seven-year-old. And I was like, fuck I off. I can have a Gorgonite? I was like, fuck off. No, you're like, I want Archer. I'm a series of the Gorgonites. And I was like, no. Like, because also I collect toys, of a lot of toys. You didn't do it really then. <coughs> well, I was a broke college kid. Still. <laughs> I'm a broke adult. But um, also knew, like, I, I didn't have the resources or the means. I didn't, like, follow Instagram toy s- stores and everything like this. So Rich and I went to Flea World. Rest in peace, Flea World. Right here in Orlando. Right here in Orlando. Um, Were you with us and I just hit it? Well, the very first one you got me was Insaniac. It's the very first Gorgonite that you got me. I have him on my night. Right. And and so every year you just would get something like that for Christmas. So I found... So I think you were there with me... For that one, and I just like got it in a bag and hit it. When, when would we have been in Orlando Run? Oh, I remember when it was when we went to the CM Punk show. So it was the big group. It was me, Dan, Widen, Rich, Sarah, and it was like a Thursday or something. We came here to Orlando. We went to Flea World because I remember there's a picture on Facebook of RJ like taking a photo of me and Rich digging through toy bins. And that's when I found the giant archer. Like literally like the life size quote unquote archer. It doesn't work. Um but it was like five dollars and it's like, oh my God, I finally found an archer. So I got that for you. And then later on I found 
a smaller one. And then last year or the year before for Christmas, um, my my regular toy guy on Instagram, um, like had a sale, and I was like, "Bro, are you out?" And he's like, "No, I got more in the in my storage unit." I'm like, "Send me an archer right now." So you have an actual like pristine carded archer. And then I have two. Toys. Little mini ones, yeah. Little mini mini ones that, that are carded. I have so in other words, we have fucking small soldiers merchandise like we're Joe we fucking Dante. We don't have any commandos. I would, like a, I would like a carded commando. Okay. I'm just going to throw that out there. Any one of them? Um, Not Chip Hazard. Because you know me, I like like the oddball stuff. So I'd take a Nick Nitro. I'd take a Butch Meat Hook. Um, Take a Link Static. Brick Bazooka I'm not a big fan of. What am I talking about? This is ridiculous. This, this, I just this let is, you go. I just make a suggestion. Just and like two hundred and sixty episodes. That, those are some of the dumbest sentences if I've you, ever said. If you were a commando, <coughs> what would your name be? Oh man, I'd be. I'm just. I'm literally just gonna do mystery science theater bits right now. I'd be. Uh, I almost said Rip Tord. We're all intergalactic kegger around here. Oh, oh, hey, I'm Rip Tord. No. Hey, uh, hey, everybody, Rip Tord here. Just nowhere close to King Candy. I got some hookers in my room. Those only two lines I know is that line from Dodgeball and there's not an intergalactic cargo around here. Um, a big McLarge huge. <laughs> that would be my, my so sponsor. It has to be, um, all of them are alliterative except for Chip Hazard. And Butch Meat Hook and Link Static. Oh, I thought they were all No, you don't know how alliteration works. Um, I obviously do. I'm, I'm not going to be picky. Anyway... This movie is a special attachment to me because I think this was the first movie I or one of the first movies I saw after moving to Florida. We moved to Florida in like February or March of 1998. I think the first one we saw was we saw Titanic because we were like nine months behind everybody. You sat in between your parents? Well, absolutely. Um, and then we had in my hometown of Stewart, we had like this dying indoor outdoor mall that was like connected to a Kmart. There was a Home Depot there too and like everything in between was like an indoor outdoor outdoor mall that was really weird and they had a, like a fourplex movie theater there. I remember it because it was it was a really cool like retro style movie theater and like they didn't give you tickets, they just did tally marks of how many people were in the theater. So it was like me, my mom and like 20 other people were in the theater to see Small Soldiers cuz I really wanted to see it. I love toys and action figures. The marketing for it was was amazing. It looked super fucking cool. I saw it. I loved it. Um, and then, you know, kind of forgot about it from there. And then you loved it. So we kind of talked about it. And it's a big, like, inside joke with us, our love for it. It's not good. It's great. It's not it's a good great. You're movie. not a good movie. We were openly shitting on it when we were watching yesterday. It's great. So, for its time, 1998... It's I, great when, it's n- when the toys are there. It's great. I think visually, I wish, I wish they did more puppetry and more practical effects over CGI which we can get to here in a little bit because of how, like, mixed match this movie is. But I think it looks very good for its time. I think it has a lot of good action scenes and pieces for that. This movie's 21... This movie can drink. It's 21 years old. <laughs> Go ahead and fucking pop one back, Slam Fist. Um, I think it is extremely poorly acted, and it is a very bad script. Oh, I don't... I can't do a Slam Fist. I was going to try to do a Slam Fist. How does slam fist sound? That sentence has never been said. Hey, yo, check out this parlor chair. I'm going to do a cool slam fist from Small Soldiers. Oh, chair. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. Uh, hi, Lauren Michaels. This is my uh, audition for Saturday Night Live. I'm going to do slam fist from the film Small Soldiers. Oh, chair. Where are you going? <laughs> it's already gone. I can't even do slam fist. I sound like a ghost. <laughs> like slam fist ghost. I mean, to be fair, who does the voice of Slam Fist was once on Saturday Night Live, so it's fine. Um, the the store the script is just bad. It's just. Oh, a, do it again. <laughs> Why were you doing it? Archer. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Where are you going? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> ghosty. Um, <coughs> the script is just bad. There's plot holes left and right. 
It just it's very very punny, like Batman and Robin levels of like. This is a movie that doesn't know what it wants to be. Joe Dante thought he was it's making great. Joe Dante thought he was making a like Gremlins a movie towards three. towards teenagers, and then they came back and were like, no, we want to sell toys and merchandise and stuff, so make it for kids. But they were already kind of there, so like they had all these Stan Winston like puppets and practical effects. But like, no, just fucking do CGI. So you get this like two halves of a movie where like the first scene is fucking three comedians just cursing and like doing fucking so whatever, bad. and then. But then you have, like, all these, like, cute, like, monsters that you want kids to like. But then you have, how many hands get stabbed? They're shooting people with fucking corn husks. No, husks is their actual, what are those things, corn skewers? Corn husk is like if I shot a thing of corn at you and it stabbed you. What were those, what, corn skewers? Is that what they're called? No, but we'll, well go with it. You know the things I'm talking yeah, about. Like the the things that holder. look like. The ear holders. Ear holders. They look like corn. You put them in ears of corn and you eat the corn. Like, the, like, Kevin Dunn takes four of those to the leg. <laughs> um, so, like, it doesn't know, like, what it wants to be. And ultimately, it makes a fine movie to sit back and enjoy and laugh at and appreciate and have nostalgia over. But I can't give it a certain, like, I can't go above a certain number, spoiler alert, because it's, it's got a lot of bad acting for mostly the humans. And it has yeah. The voice acting, I think, is 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 is. <coughs> the voice. The acting. problem with the voice acting is that so here's so here's the two differences. The voice acting, like the lines that the voice actors have to perform, are horrible. They're all just like everything Tommy Lee Jones says is like, oh Tommy, man, I hope that house was worth it because it this, was. Because it's just, like, that whole scene where, like, they're parroting Patton and he's in front of the, like, American flag puzzle. Like, it's just bad. It's just corny shit and it's awful. Whereas I think that the human dialogue isn't as bad. They just delivered it poorly. I think that the stuff they deliver uh, for the voice actors, for the Gorgonites and the Commandos, uh, they did everything they could. But, you know, nevertheless, it's, it, it's not great. Now, are you just being ironic, or are you legitimately standing small soldiers here? Why wouldn't I stand small soldiers? I mean, Look, man, it's part of our childhood. Sure, but we've okay. had plenty of things been part of our childhood that we uh, admitted were bad. Yeah, but this isn't one of them, okay? This has got... I mean, I just, I just, I love this movie. Like, right from the beginning, okay? The very start... I feel like I'm about to get on a ride at Universal Studios. Because okay. it reminds me so much of the Terminator ride. Sure. The opening when they're Yeah, doing the Heartland the Play System thing. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Reminds me so much of that. So I think it's, I mean, I just think it's cool. And I have to remember, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And now, I think that that opening was still cool. Like that commercial part. Yeah. Was, was, was good. I think it did a good job of introducing, uh, Introducing, kind of laying, laying some of the groundwork mm-hmm. there, okay? Uh, what a cast. It's a very good cast. What a shitty acting cast is my next note. My first here. note is, man, the comedic talents in this movie and Jay Moore. Um, I, I like the, the voice acting theme they went with. So they literally got the Dirty Dozen, mostly. Uh, well, they didn't have a dozen of them, but they got... George Kennedy, uh, Jim Brown, uh, I'm for, uh, Ernest Borgnine, and oh, Kip Killigan, that's the other one. Um, and the originally Link Static was going to be another guy, but they got Bruce Dern, who's still kind of in like that era, to be like the Commandos. And then the Gorgonites are Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. They got Harry Shearer, um, Christopher Guest, and Michael McKeon. And then Jim Cummings as Ocula, which is making weird noises. Uh, did you read who originally uh, Joe Dante wanted for the Commando Elite instead of the Dirty Dozen? Who? Uh, the cast of Predator, which I thought would have been very cool. That would have been cool. So Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, uh, Jesse Ventura, cool. Shane Black. Like, it would have been very cool. That would have been cool. But I think ultimately this kind of... It, when they it, remake this movie, they can cast those people. No, at this point it's going to be like... They'll do like one direction. Like and no, they'll do like Backstreet Boys, like Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill and Christopher Mintz Plass from Superbad, and then they'll do, uh, 
fucking Paul Rudd and no, I'm not just like like action stars. They'll do, they'll just do the Expendables. Yeah, yeah, they'll do. Yeah, they'll do the Fast and Furious. Exactly. They'll dig up Paul Walker. Um, oh my God, is he here? <laughs> Fuck him. He probably will looking down on us. Um. So I I I dug that, and I dug the so, like, I love Phil Hartman. Miss Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman's Rest in peace, great. Phil Hartman. Um, this movie got edited significantly because it came out after his death. And I specifically remember in the trailer or the commercials, he had like a really, really like untimely line that was like, oh, I'm going to have a brain aneurysm or something like something that made you think, oh, yeah, he got shot in the fucking head. Um, yeah, so, so I mean, so yeah, it's a, that's, that's also a little that's, bit mixed. Yeah. He's great. Kevin Dunn, great character actor. I know why you hate this movie. Why? Because we discovered during this watching of, of the movie... That's not it. ...that this movie... What is the area? 330 area. 330! 330, baby! It takes place in a fictional town in Ohio uh, that shares its area, area code, code with, with, with your beloved Akron, Akron Ohio. So when he's calling Heartland like to report these defective toys, he goes, Alan Abernathy, 330-555, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fuck. Of course this takes place. Of course... What almost is the end of, of Ohio? Killer toys! <laughs> of course that's what would almost take us out. Yeah. Um, Look, man, I just think this is a feel-good movie. I like the Gorgonites and what they stand for. I just like their whole arc. I think Archer's a fucking badass. He's not. He is, He though. gets his ass kicked. No, but I think it's so funny that, like, he's, like, like, the very beginning part when he's, like, Okay, Alan, now shut up. Okay, and Alan, so, now shut up. And then, and then you know, he learns from that in Carta. Yeah. <laughs> and he does all that, and then, like, he just completely shuts down when Alan tries to um, talk he, to his parents, and then he plays back the clip of, yeah. don't talk to me, don't say anything. He's a smartass. I like his faces when he goes to hide, and then... Yeah. And then he gets bald by the end of the movie. He There's stands no up for emotional himself. attachment to anything in this movie. That's not true. I mean, between the characters, like you can get emotionally attached to Archer, oh, yeah, sure, I'm whatever. Attached to all of the I know, but like they don't, they're they're not like, an Insaniac's annoying as fuck. No, he's not. He's fucking annoying. No. He's like every D-list fucking comedian stand-up act ever. Um, not every, because I mean he's funnier than Skyro. Uh... He doesn't listen to this. He doesn't listen to this. I mean, how can you listen to this when you're too busy getting those cool tats? <laughs> uh, the other ones don't do enough, and Archer, you know, yeah, Archer's just whatever. But I mean, like, Alan and him, like, never have, like, those two or three, like, moments or scenes where it's like, oh, we're friends. We get to, like, he just treats Archer like shit the whole time. Yeah, he can, they can, he, Archer connects with the cat. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah, the cat licks his face. Um... Like, even, like, Kirsten Dunn treats her little shitty brother like shit. The the whole conflict of the parents, like, not trusting Alan. Yeah, you try to set a school on fire. And, like, yeah, you keep leaving. You but the they don't even really pay that off that well. Like, good job, son. It's just, no, you were right. The toys are killing us. And let's break the house. Like, it's just, it's just poorly designed to have, like, that emotional, like, attachment. Like, in Gremlins, for instance, you get with Gizmo and what's-his-face. I don't remember the character's name. Um... And vegetable grammar. But that's one of the things that really drives me nuts okay. about it is... You don't feel like there's enough heart. Yeah, there's not. Like, even, like, the because whatever romance between Alan and What's-Her-Face happens, they have negative chemistry together. Negative chemistry. Can you chemistry. like that show, uh, not Party of Five, uh, Family of Five? Yeah, I don't like it either. You like Led Zeppelin? Cool. I like older guys. <laughs> um, like, there's never a moment where it's like... Like, they actually, like, oh, you saved her from killer dolls, and now I'm going to kiss you. Because my other boyfriend got lit on fire. It's just, uh, yeah, you need the heart. You need, like, the, the scene of the movie that kind of shows, like, okay, this person does deserve this person's love. Or uh, Alan does understand, like, Archer. Like, even at the end, where, like, he puts him on a boat and sets him at sail, and he kind of smiles at him. Like, all right, bye, toys. Peace. Like, it just doesn't add. It doesn't have, the, um, like, the heart, the emotional attachment to... I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> You don't you don't get me or follow me at all. No, I do. I I validate you. Sure. Um, what were you saying before? This just now before I went on that tangent. You're talking about Archer. Oh, I was talking about yeah. They're shitty. They're, they're designed shitty. So like, 
You don't even get like a heroic moment of like, yeah, they did it. They saved the day. No, he gets fucking pushed off a fucking uh, pole. And they survive because they hide under, underneath a dish. Yeah, because they're smart. Whatever, I guess. Um, Look, man, you need to appreciate they're not fighters. So they did what they needed to do to survive. So I just realized this is basically like the premise of the new child's play. Because, you, you know, so you know the original. Of course, we're not going to be watching Child's Play on, on the podcast because... No, we're, we're I, never going to watch I, it. I lost that bet. You sure did. So that's why we're going to suffer fucking cheater. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which you're is fantastic. You're a fucking cheater. Auli y Cravalho. Um, they... Made the new Child's Play. In the original Child's Play, it's like a serial killer gets like his soul trapped in the body of a doll, right? Yeah. The new one is that, like, there is an error in, like, the artificial intelligence in the in the Child's Play doll. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what kind of takes... Takes over. Takes over. So it's basically the same thing. It's, like, these microprocessor chips that are, like, way too smart. Um, so I think this is more capable of happening than, like, artificial intelligence. Like... Yeah, I don't know. No. That's <laughs> I was just preparing for one of your dumbass questions. Do you have a dumbass question? Well, I, I already asked you what your what would your gorgon <coughs> be and what would you look like? I try to make them relevant. <coughs> My gorgonite name? I'm fine. My gorgonite name and and what would you look like? I don't know. I'd be. And what would your title be? Like Archer's emissary of the Gorgonites. I don't know any of the other ones. What Ocula? Eye of the Gorgonites. Yeah. Well. Insaniac. Funny no. man of the Gorgonites. Uh, the other one who got torn apart. He was the navigator. Troglacon. Troglacon. Later, uh, they don't say his name in the thing, but I remember from the toys he was Frankenstein. That's why he fixed me. Goes freaky, like Frankenstein. And they just never say his name, but he was named Frankenstein now. Frankenstein, okay, yeah. so he was. Uh, uh, I'd be a uh, navigator. So, what would your like? Oh role, man! Role of the Gorgonites be? Pass. No. I just don't want. <laughs> I don't to give a fuck. I don't care. Um, I'd be. Uh, I mean, if you're not gonna take these questions seriously, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. Can you answer? Can you give me some inspiration? What What would What would yours be? I asked you first. No, help me out here. I would be the princess of the Gorgonites, obviously. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> me with a fucking no, dick. No, I would probably be, like, the, uh... The administrator of the Gorgonites. Keep track of everything. <laughs> what, are you going to collect dues on being a Gorgonite? What is yeah, this? make sure everyone... Hey, yeah, I didn't see any taxes. Punch it. You used to sit there and do your taxes in Saniac? Exactly. And my name would probably be... We have, like, Ocula, we've got Archer. What's the, what was the navigator's name? Troglacon. I'd probably be... What, Mrs. Troglacon? Is Troglacon on your list? No way. If you had to fuck a Gorgonite, which one would you fuck? <laughs> Pass. Nope, nope. Pass. Nope. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, <laughs> Archer, Troglacon, and Saniac. Go. This shitty question thing is fun. No, you have to answer fuck, marry, right. kill. The fuck one, marry one, kill one. Droglacon, Archer, Insaniac. I would, I would marry Insaniac. I keep Insaniac around. I mean, it's, it's me, basically. Yeah, yeah. shitty humor. Um, marry Archer and I kill Droglacon. Sure, you've already been killed once. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, man, that's fair. That's, that's, fair. That's, that was an easy you? one. That was, that was easy? One. Yeah, All right, easy what one. about you? What about you? <laughs> fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> fuck, marry, kill. Uh... I'll give you David two. Cross, Jay Moore, and Dennis Leary. <laughs> okay. I was getting the fuck, I'll do it. Um, killing Jay Moore. I'm marrying David Cross and fucking Dennis Leary. Um, anyway. Do you... I, no. Uh, so it talked about, like, the technology and everything behind it. 
what so what else from like our childhood before we get into like MVP and LVP? What else from our childhood, like from this era, like toy wise, like what do you remember? Too yard. Sorry. What do I remember? Yeah. I mean i I had a Easy Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. That I liked that. It's cool. Why aren't Easy. you better cook? I can bake. Excuse me. <laughs> See how many times I go in oh, the kitchen. Those cookies were so good. Yeah. Oh, were hey, come on, they were delicious. Never getting them again. Never cookies. Oh, <laughs> I love our... never cookies. Only vegetables. <coughs> um, I hate you so much. I know. Uh, so your easy bake oven is all you played with in 1998. How old was I in 1998? Twelve. You would you would turn twelve at the end of the year. Um, I don't remember. I mean, I read a lot of books. I played that. I played board games. This I had this role playing game. Oh, what what shitty name did this one have? Called. No, well, it's a board game. Nope, you're screwing around. What was it? Tales of the Crystal. Oh my god, why are they always so lame? <laughs> and this one was really cool. It, it, came, it was, listen, listen. I'm going to try to find this game. And make it god, I'm going like, I'm always, this is my new favorite gag on the show is Samantha admits another gay ass game she played. Shut <laughs> up. This is the man with 50 million wrestlers. Um, oh, fuck. It was a, there was, it was a cassette. Oh, god. And you had to, and it was like a story, and like you had to, you set up the game, like there were different areas, you had to go, and you had to follow the cards, and do all the things, yeah. and find, find the crystals. <coughs> oh, that was so good, sorry. What shitty ass thing did you play with? I was playing, still playing, I think this is the last year my dad allowed me to play with my wrestling toys, because ah. I was so loud and obnoxious. Um, so yeah, all my usual wrestling toys. Mm. I think I had Man 64 by now. Um... But, like, yeah, I figure 98. 98 is, like, I don't equate the death of, like, good toys to that. I mean, I, I buy toys all the fucking time. But, like, the difference with toys when we were kids to the toys now, like, is so sizable. Like, they, they just don't make them like they used to. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you see a toy from that era, and it was, like, $10, and they sell for 25 now. And it's, like, half the size. It just fucking sucks. Um... I mean, 98 was a good year for toys, man. For me. Jack's Pacific was rock and roll WWF toys. Um, I think I still had some of, like, the Power Rangers that were coming out. Um, you, don't, you don't have any of them still, right? The Power Rangers? No. Any of them. Oh. Thank thank you. Yeah, fuck you. What was that for? That you was You make so me have been embarrassing things about myself on this show. You're an asshole. <laughs> MVP and LVP. Let's get to it. We've talked a lot about acting. You're the LVP. And <clears throat> poor and poor and good acting. Um, where do you want to start? I don't have anybody for MVP. I'm really gonna need your help with MVP. Really? Okay. So let's start there, because I didn't like many human actors, and if I did like a human actor, I just don't feel like they did enough. Like Phil Hartman is always good at being like that, that douche dad. You know, but like he's not the MVP of the movie. Kevin Dunn's never going to be the MVP of a movie. You know, he always plays his part well. I like both moms; they were fine. Yeah, the moms were good, but like they're not the MVP. The only one I was going to say was Frank Langella as Archer. Tommy Lee Jones tries his damnedest, but he's just not a fit. And it, it, part of it is how corny they make his dialogue in his yeah. speeches that. You know, he just doesn't sound natural doing anything. He's not yeah. necessarily intimidating. I, I, I agree with that. Did you have anybody in mind? Um, I... Well, now I'm probably going to say something that you hated. I thought the the guy uh, who played Joe was good, the truck driver. But again, didn't do enough. I, I love that actor. He's always in Joe Dante's stuff. Um, I like Michael McKeon, too. I mean, he's... You didn't... He's pretty annoying yeah, as as Insaniac. I did, I did like Phil Hartman a lot. The, um, the one legitimate laugh I got out of this movie was when Trollocon is like, how do you work this thing? Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's just like so natural when he's this toy trying to operate this lawnmower. Uh, who, I didn't like... What were you going to say? 
No, I, I said that I I liked, um, who did I just, I said I liked Phil Hartman in it. I liked the whole Fimple, Fimple? The Fimples, yeah. The Fimples. I mm-hmm. liked overall the, their dynamic. Mm-hmm. The little brother was annoying, but I think huh. it was fine. Kirsten Dunst was no. better than some of the others. She played, she plays an adult as a child better than a teenager as a teenager. What? Like, because you figure, like, her whole career got kicked off with an interview with a vampire, right? Yes. And she got all this, like, buzz and all this, like, accolades because of how, like, great she was. And then she did, like, Jumanji and this, and she had to, like, play her age. And then, but she was still kind of being, like, cool and, like, a smartass. And then she just, I never liked her from that point on. Like. You don't think David Cross did a good job? No, I did not. Oh. I did not. Um. Yeah, my... Well, we're jumping around here, I but... I know. And I love Dennis Leary, too. But, like, Dennis Leary doesn't, like, do these movies any fucking, like, justice. <laughs> like, he's just catching a check. Also, can I just point out... So, wait a second. This guy, this fucking, like, billionaire, you know, military developer or whatever, sure. basically Tony Stark, he bought this toy company because of the Belch Brigade? You know, they retconned that also. If I can go into some small soldiers uh, lineage here for you. Um, they actually sold Flat Chew as a Gorgonite. And the, 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 the toys. But he's part of the Belch Brigade. He's not a Gorgonite. Fucking poser. Fuck you, Flat Chew. Um, don't say that out loud. Uh, anyway. So who we name an MVP? I don't know, man. I thought you'd be all over Archer. I mean, Frank Langella has a great... It's a great voice. I liked his delivery. Um, yeah. He's as close to you get as heart and emotion in the movie. I'm, I'm going to have to hear their, names again, their voices again. Can you just do an Archer for me? Hello, I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. Oh, that's terrible. I, why are you having me do voices? Did you do a slam fist? Were you not watching the fucking movie? No, the, I you're was. the fangirl about this movie. I was. I just Archer. No. <laughs> it's like you're Chewbacca. Oh. Man. Shut up. I need you to make a decision here. Yeah, I think, because I don't think any of the other Gorgonites had that much to do. No, and and none of the other commandos had enough to talk, really. I think they were all fine, but again, like, it's not like, like, value, like, who, like, who was the most valuable to this movie? And if, yeah, like, if he wasn't as good as he was, it would have suffered a lot more. So Frank Langella, classic actor, best Nixon of all time, MVP of Small Soldiers. LVP. I have plenty to discuss. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. I don't think it's ultimately going to be I her. I don't think it's her. I don't Gregory think it's her. I Smith. I think she was fine. She could have done better for sure. Gregory Smith. I hate Gregory Smith's face. <laughs> Let me just talk about Gregory Smith. I don't know why the fuck he kept getting all these roles. Because he's on that stupid show Everwood. <coughs> okay. As I don't know what well. That is, but... It was a stupid show. Oh, is that like uh, Seventh Heavens, but like more Christian? Yeah, like the mom died and they moved somewhere else and it was just bad. Yeah, he's got a stupid haircut. He's got and... a stupid haircut. He's stupid. He was in everything when we were kids. Like, everything. Um, and it's terrible. I hated watching him. Yeah. Stupid face. He's, yeah, he's not a good lead character at all. Not a good lead character. And I don't... He doesn't develop any... Chemistry with anyone. Yeah. He couldn't do it with a human in Kirsten Dunst, and he couldn't do it with a fucking doll. Yeah. Couldn't do it with a cat. No. Um, terrible. Yeah, he's bad. Uh, I've always, deep down in my core, just wanted to take my fist and just put it right in Jay Moore's fucking teeth. I don't know what it is about Jay Moore. Like, he's not funny. He doesn't even play a straight man well. He just bothers me. I was very excited for this t- uh, this Fox television show. Called, I think it was called Action. It came out like 1999. Like they had all these commercials for it. It's going to be like the big thing. It's going to be a big controversial show. And it sucked. You know why it sucked? Because Jay Moore was the lead in it. 
horrible. David Cross, same thing. David Cross, I'm sure he's great in the rest of the development. I know uh, uh, Mr. Show, all that good stuff. He annoys the fuck out of me. Both Every time they go to that, there's that really long scene where like, they go and talk about microchips in this fucking like, lab. Mm-hmm. I literally, I think I downloaded Minesweeper on my phone and played it instead of fucking watching that scene. Like, every time those two get involved, the movie just crashes off a fucking cliff to me. Because it's just, they're not, they're not funny, they're not entertaining, there's nothing good. And then, we get excited because afterwards we're like, oh man, bloopers. I've never seen Small oh Soldiers I, bloopers before. I was before. excited to watch these damn bloopers. It's just, it's just Jay Moore and David Cross. five minutes of them Just them fucking up, their lines up and laughing. thinking it's hilarious, making the fucking budget run over. Because, oh, we gotta shoot tomorrow. You waste a lot of film! Because Jay Moore can't get his dumbass line right. Um, they were my two. Was yeah, either one bad. of them. They're very bad. Yeah, I think that the whole movie would have been uplifted if it was a different duo. Can we give it to both of them? Do we have to pick one? That's the rules. I mean, I think David Cross was, was good. I like his fumbling in the beginning with, like, the... Gorgonite things. He's he's more of at least a character. Yeah. Jay Moore is just a flat line. Like he, you can't even be mad at him for what he does or treat him like a villain because he's not even really a jerk. He's just nothing. He's a fucking placebo. Like he's yeah. he's just worthless. Um, talk about stupid faces. Um, I think Gregory Smith is getting off light here, but ultimately, he's got. Got a lot of stuff coming up, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, He's in the Patriot, which we own. Oh, you're talking about as if we were watching this. <laughs> oh, you mean like him getting some, like an LPP later on down the line? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm I like, know. I'm like, oh yeah, you know Gregory Smith, the hottest star in Hollywood, still churning out hits. Yeah, yeah. Not that Jay Moore is probably any fucking better, but um, I wanted to point out uh, the one thing I did like another like little inside. We got a little bit of asshole song from Dennis Leary without without the actual lines when he's like, you know what I'm tired of? And it's like him talking, I'm tired of, you know, them promising, you know, big titties or when, you know, whatever it is. But like the asshole song, have you heard the asshole song before? No. I haven't. I've, I've, I'm sure you've heard it before. Sure. Um, it's like him just complaining. He's like, I'm tired of non-biodegradable cheeseburger containers. And oh, I'm tired yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and that's whole, that song, like, you get a little bit of that in, like, his little spiel at the beginning about, you know, I'm tired of them not promise, promising things and not delivering. I kind of, like, was fine I, with that. Yeah, that but, was good. That was a good. So, yeah. But it's, he's just, like, he always kind of shows up in these movies and then him at the end just writing checks or whatever. Um... I did like the ending. Them just like writing checks off, but the ending's still so very abrupt. Like you don't even really get to see, like again, like no emotional connection. Not like, son, I'm proud of you. It's like, nope. Here's your check. Go fix your house, or, um, Alan, you saved the day. Like heroic kiss at the end, like. You know that was his first kiss on screen. I'm oh. sure it's his first and last kiss in life as well. You really hate Gregory Smith. Man, he's just weird to look at. <laughs> So, uh, Jay Moore is the LVP of Small Soldiers. Franklin Jell, the MVP. Man, what a wide range of acting ability there. Um, but like I said, shout out to most of the voice acting was, was better than the actual live acting. So, uh, big ups to all those uh, voice actors there. Got legends of uh, stage and screen. And, uh, yeah, man, they didn't even give David Cross a credit on the box. It goes Kirsten Dunst, Gregory Smith, Jay Moore, Phil Hartman, Kevin Dunn, and Dennis Leary. And then Langella and Tommy Lee Jones. God, he was not that big of a fucking star. Nope. Uh, This is about it for Joe Dante. Like, you figure Joe Dante, you know, legendary uh, director. I can't fucking talk to save my goddamn life. Director of Gremlins. I think he also did Creepshow. No. He did Piranha, is what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, uh, Looney Tunes back in action would end his career in 2003. And then, yeah, he really had to do much. Uh, yeah, I think that's literally the last movie he did. That's sad. He launched a web series. Um, he worked a lot with Roger Corman, so that explains that. Yeah. Dick Miller is the actor you're thinking of. He was in all of uh, Dante's feature films and most yeah. of his television work. 
I believe Dick Miller has passed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, he died. Oh, he died this year, 2019, January 30th. Rest Aww. in peace, Dick Miller. Uh, well, now Dante's not going to do anything at all. Um, anything else on Small Soldiers? We also directed a bunch of segments for Amazon Women on the Moon. So that makes sense. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else on Small Soldiers? No. I would just like to reiterate that I would now very much appreciate my own carded Small Soldiers piece. Okay. I, I want to get that archer down right now and look at it to see if they're... No, don't. Them. I'm not going to knock anything over out of my back. <laughs> Please. What? Oh. Shit. God damn it. Here's a new segment on the show. Can mullets survive standing up? Is this supposed to lean me up against it? Yes. Okay, so let's put that there. That's a rare, very rare edition of the Scarlet Ibis. My mother got it for me. Is it as valuable as his archer? Yes, probably more so. Alright, let's see here. Archer, Gorgonic Leader. Oh, this is a pristine Let card. me read it. Oh, I'm, you read the box. I'm reading this. This doesn't count. Archer, Arrow yeah, Strike you're, Crossbow. You're, you're lucky it doesn't count. See, I told you. Right there. Flat you. Let me see. Right there. Passing off a Belch Brigade as a Gorgonite. Oh, man. Um, so there's a Brick Bazooka and a Chip Hazard, but they have to have sold more. See, Frankenstein told you. Archer they, and Saniac, the They had to have sold them all, right? We'll look it up after. Well, Ocula comes with the Buzzsaw tank. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, so I bought you also, like, there's these, like, Nerf-style, like, guns. Yeah. So bought a couple of those, so... I would like to think they They're sold the every single character like in packaging like this. One thing I'm disappointed about, they don't sell them like in the actual like the packaging in the movie is pretty fucking dope. It's really cool. I it's like good the, pack. The I'm a packaging. sucker for packaging, you know me. So, all right, all that for that. All right, let me put this back up now. I'm trying to. Well, you gotta put also room. my book back. I know. I know. That's there. All right, give me the book. I'm give me the book. Come on. Find out how much this book is worth. Samantha. And this picture of Jillian. Oh, yes. And the picture. Ow! Stop. Why, why don't you pick that up and move it? Because. Score time for small soldiers. You picked it, so I scored first, right? Yep. What a difficult movie to score. Because at its core, as I mentioned, it is a pretty ridiculous story of toys coming to life. They don't follow any of the rules of them coming to life at all. Like the Gorgonites don't get activated and they just wake up and escape. You don't know how to how they were activated. Halt, who goes there? Chip Hazard didn't say anything that acted. They just, uh-oh, and they wake up and they all do everything. Um, inconsistent character decisions and character Look, traits and everything. Because this movie came out, Toy Story was able to exist. Toy Story came out three years before this movie. Because this movie <laughs> came out. Toy Story 2 was all the much better. <laughs> um, and you're disgusting. You'd rather watch this than Toy Story 2. It's because you don't like Jesse. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, you're a freak. And <laughs> what a hard stance on... <coughs> Every time you've been mean to me, you've like I've been slim. smitten. I'm fine. Um, I'm giving this movie because of the sentiment I have in my heart for it. I can't decide if this is good or bad. I'm gonna give it a five. What? I'm giving it a five. I'm gonna beat you with this lint brush. Well, at least I won't die with lint. I'm giving it a five because it holds a special place in my heart. It has some humor in it, and it has... That's all you're going to give it? Yeah, I feel like we didn't talk about the movie at all. <laughs> we didn't. I mean, it was, like, you're... I but, do have to agree, the script wasn't very well written. But it does, like I said, it does have some very, like, for it everything... It has some that, fun lines, it, like some the, fun the, action sequences. Like, the action sequences, the end, like, all, like, the, the vehicles and the explosions and, like, how everything turns out. Like, the, the adults fighting the toys and stuff. The sequences with the Gwendy doll. Shout out to Christina Ricci and Sarah Michelle Gellar for voicing the Gwendy dolls. Yeah. Um, is pretty terrifying. And but 
You know, I liked it's just, all those things. It's, a, it, it's PG-13. Once the action starts picking up, I think yeah. it gets a lot better. It builds. It's just PG-13 when it really didn't commit to it. And I don't know if it would have been better just as PG. And Tana Down, it kind of been more family-friendly or if it just went really into PG-13. But ultimately, it's a movie that doesn't know what it wants to be. So I'm giving it a five. Well, I'm giving it a seven. All that shit, and you're just giving it a seven. Well, because it's not a good movie. I know it's not a good movie, but I love this movie. I could watch this movie all the time. It's very always watchable. Bring, very watchable. Will always bring some chuckles out of me. I I just I just like it. Like I said, I like the concept. I like the Gorgonites as as characters. Let's see if there's a a wiki of Gorgonites. I doubt it, but I I fear. You now going deep. I'm gonna go deep in it. In Gorgonite lore. So a six for small soldiers. Yeah. I can allow that. I think that's fine. My nomination, huh? I've been debating this back and forth. I have a big list of things. A lot of stuff I've, you know, we were very successful last time. So I think what I'm gonna do from now on is I'm gonna go back and forth. Every time I nominate something, I'm going to do two things. I just really want to rewatch or something related to something we have going on. And then picking two movies I've never seen before at all. Mm-hmm. So last time I did two movies I've never seen before. I'm going to two movies. Uh, still both the way to the things that I've been really into recently. Uh, one of which has been on TV a lot recently that I want to just sit down and watch. The other being something that I've watched a lot of clips online for. We just got through with the World Series of Poker. And we just watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So the two movies I'm going to nominate are two two movies very influential to myself as a 18, 19-year-old. Reservoir Dogs and Rounders are my two nominations. Well, I love... I love Quentin Tarantino and everything, but I I've never seen Rounders. Never seen Rounders. I've never seen Rounders. I've seen Reservoir Dogs a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I really don't want to talk about Scotterella on another podcast. I feel like I, we would because of the which which one is it? The there's oh. an Araka photo you guys took. Mr. Orange. Yeah, like there's the Araka photo you guys took. Yeah. That was like. In yeah, the spirit yeah. of Reservoir Dogs. So I always think of, whenever yeah. I see that, I always think of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with Rounders. Rounders? That's kind of what I was hoping to do with Peepack. Very good. Rounders, uh, the preeminent poker movie. Um, so get ready for a lot of poker stories next week. Sorry in advance. Is Andrew coming to town? No. No, we don't watch good movies when he comes to town. <laughs> no, just for the poker stories. We're just going to call him. Hey, about- remember that time I beat you in poker? <laughs> He'll say no. Remember the time I beat you in ten heads-up matches in one day and you owed me $50 in poker? He never paid you. Oh, no, he paid me. You best believe he paid me. Doubt it. He paid me. One way or another, he paid me. That sounds really weird. No, I didn't. I don't need to know. Nah. I don't need to know. Please don't tell me. Fuck, I have to tell you the end of the story. The next day we went to a casino together for the first time, played a poker tournament, I knocked him out on the third hand. I felt so bad. I felt so bad oh next week's gonna be fun thank you for listening to this week's episode of married with movies we encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts uh support patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content the trivia challenge uh, episode four is online episode five of the trivia challenge should be coming up very very shortly have two or three more in the bank I'm realizing it's August, so if you want any chance, of course, if you've been listening, you know Samantha's currently down four to nothing in the Patreon uh, exclusive uh, trivia challenges. No. Uh, From what they've heard so far, way to spoil it, you are down four to nothing. But with what we have coming up and how the year is going... I might catch up. We need to record more and do more if you want any chance. When are we? When are we set, setting a mercy? Like, what? What score do I need to get to? No mercy rule. This isn't. This isn't fucking kickball, t-ball. Are we even gonna have enough episodes for you to even catch me? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Fine. Fair. 
So be giving us your $5 every month so you can hear Samantha's epic comeback on Patreon. Or just listen to me be better at her at movie trivia. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. It's Podslam season. Make sure you're going to arcadeaudio.net slash Podslam. Our goal is $5,000 this year. As Rich says, don't make us look like fucking assholes. Donate, please. The show's are fantastic. I, th- I think our best latest shows ever. Uh, September 21st, the IO Theater in Chicago, Illinois. Live, $10 all day gets you in the door. You'll also be streaming live online. Please donate. Please come listen. This is officially, as Rich has mentioned, the last year that Rich will be running PodSlam, which in turn means it is my last year also doing PodSlam as both creative director and host. So please make sure you make this one the biggest one ever, guys. And check it out. Any final thoughts? No. Not that I want to show on the show. I want to show you something, but I don't want to share it on there. Can't wait. Keep them so keep, keep we'll, guessing. We'll sign off. You'll just show me what it is, and I'll just react without anybody knowing what it is. Well, no, because I have to make a comment about it. No. Well, fuck. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing off for this week's episode of Married to Movies. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. And I'll end it, and you people will never know. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.